The topics we will be covering in today's episode is Biden tells donors I'm going to get rid of most of Trump's tax cuts and a lot of you may not like that. U.S. home contracts post record jump, factor activity improves in Texas, and Nissan denies corporate conspiracy to oust ex-chairman Gorsuch. And if you like this sort of stuff, make sure to stay tuned, subscribe, and hit the like button. So basically, the Democratic nominee Joe Biden told potential donors to his campaign that his administration would end most of President Donald Trump's multi-trillion-dollar tax cuts. Even though a lot of you may not like that, Biden's warning to his backers came as the candidate laid out an ambitious suite of policy goals during a virtual campaign fundraiser on Monday. Biden, who has been largely avoided in-person campaign events throughout the whole C-word pandemic, said the recovery from the health crisis could present an opportunity to strengthen the middle class and make sweeping investments in clean energy and infrastructure. Folks, this is going to be really hard work, and Donald Trump has made it much harder to foot the bill. Biden said, according to a Wall Street Journal reporter's press pool report about the event. But even before the C-word crisis effectively froze the U.S. economy and sent unemployment skyrocketing, Trump's irresponsible sugar-high tax cuts had already pushed us into a trillion-dollar deficit. Biden said, "I'm going to get rid of the bulk of Trump's two-trillion-dollar tax cut." Biden continued, and a lot of you may not like that, but I'm going to close loopholes like capital gains and stepped-up basis. Biden also said he would raise the corporate tax rate to 28 percent, which he said would raise an estimated 1.3 trillion over the next decade. The Trump tax cuts had shrunk corporate taxes to 21 percent from 35 percent. We have to think as big as the challenge we face, but this is America. There's nothing we cannot do if we do it together, Biden said. But I think the country is ready. The Trump, the Trump campaign didn't immediately reply to a request for comments. Contracts to buy U.S. previously owned homes rebounded by the most on record in May, suggesting the housing market was starting to turn around after being hammered by the C-word pandemic, along with the rest of the economy. Other data on Monday showed an improvement in manufacturing activity in Texas in June after three months of record or near-record declines in output. But surging infections of the whole illness in many regions, including the densely populated Texas, Florida, and California, pose a risk to the nascent recovery. The economy fell into recession in February. The National Association of Realtors said its pending home sales index, based on contracts signed last month, surged 44.3 percent, the largest gain since the series started in 2001. Still, contracts remained 10.6 percent below their level in February before businesses were shuttered in a bid to slow the spread of the whole C-word, almost grounding the economy to a halt. Economists polled by Reuters had forecast pending home contracts, which become sales after a month or two, rebounding 18.9 percent in May. Pending home sales fell 5.1 percent from a year ago. Home resales tumbled to more than a nine and a half year low in May, and economists believe the housing market could emerge more quickly from the recession, which started in February thanks to historic low interest rates. 
Applications for home loans are near an 11-year high, and building permits rebounded sharply in May, as did new home sales. But record unemployment, with 30.6 million collecting unemployment checks in the first week of June, is a challenge. Stocks on Wall Street were trading higher after a sharp sell-off last week, and the dollar was steady against a basket of currencies. U.S. Treasury prices were mixed. Green shoots. In May, pending home contracts soared 43.3% in the populous South. They jumped 56.2% in the West and increased 44.4% in the Northeast. Contracts rose 37.2% in the Midwest. Now there were also signs of green, of green shoots in manufacturing. In a separate report on Monday, the Dallas Federal Reserve said its Texas Manufacturing Outlook Survey Production Index, a key measure of state manufacturing conditions, increased to a reading of 13.6 this month from minus 28.0 in May. It said other measures of manufacturing activity also pointed to a rebound in growth this month, with the new orders index raising 34 points to 2.9, its first positive reading in four months. In nearly a third of manufacturers reported an increase in orders, and measures of capacity utilization and shipments also returned to positive territory in June. But manufacturers' views of broader business conditions were mixed. The general business activity index surged 43 points, but stayed negative at minus 6.1. The outlook index pulled back into positive territory, rising to a reading of 2.7 from minus 34.6 in May. About 29% of manufacturers said the outlook had improved, up from 12% last month. And factory employment measures remained weak, and the employment index rose 10 points to a reading of. Minus 1.5, with 15% of firms reporting hiring, while 17% said they had laid off workers. The hours worked index rose to minus 4.3 from minus 22.8 in May. Though manufacturers reported paying more for raw materials, a gauge of gauge of prices for finished goods remained negative for the sixth straight month. The wages and benefits index returned to positive territory after two negative readings. And Nissan Motor Company on Monday blasted suggestions in media reports of a conspiracy within the company to oust former chairman Carlos Ghosn. I think that's how you pronounce the name, Ghosn. Ghosn's 2018 arrest in Japan on financial misconduct charges has led to much speculation that the move was orchestrated by Nissan executives who oppose closer ties with partner Renault SA. I know that in books, in the media, there has been talk about a conspiracy, but there are no facts whatsoever to support this. Motu Nagai, chairman of Nissan's auditing committee, told shareholders at the company's annual general meeting, responding to demands from a shareholder to address the speculation, Nagai argued that the investigation into Gozen was conducted both internally and by outside law firms. Monday's meeting lasted almost two hours, twice as long as planned, as shareholders grilled Chief Executive Makoto Uchida on how he planned to restore trust in the company following the Gozen scandal, and revive sales in the United States and China. Uchida, who took the helm in December, told shareholders he would stick to his promise to step down as leader if he fails to deliver on a turnaround plan for the Japanese automaker. 
which last month reported its first annual loss in 11 years, seeking to slash costs and downsize after years of excessive spending in the pursuit of market share. Nissan plans to cut its model range by about a fifth and reduce production capacity, shuttering plants in Spain and in Indonesia, and laying off workers in countries including Mexico. It now aims to sell five million vehicles a year, far fewer than past ambitions of eight million vehicles. And of course, the sources for all these different articles are in the description. Because obviously, I don't want to just grab different articles and never actually show the original source, right? So that if you are watching this on your phone, or even if you're listening to this on the podcast, you could go into the episode description and just go click the original source, so that you could read it word by word what was actually put into that article, right? So it's always nice to do your own research if you are into this sort of thing, which is why I provide the original sources in the description. Right, you could get a free stock worth up to five hundred dollars by joining Robinhood by obviously creating an account and like linking your bank and all that kind of stuff. Right, you can learn the four steps to make money online below, where you only need to have a phone, computer, and a PowerPoint presentation. You can automate your investing with Acorns, where basically they round up your everyday purchases, and basically you're able to put that into index funds, which is what I like to do because it's just fun and very very lazy. Like. If you've ever played games in the past that dealt with like growing your skill levels in anything, you know that the laziest way is usually always the best way, and this is one of the best lazy ways to invest. You create the best landing pages and sales funnels using ClickFunnels, which is good for basically anything. Right, it's good for basically any sort of online product, digital product that you want to sell.、And、it's also good to just collect leads as well. You can become a master of your money by going to fortyandbox.com. We're going to have more personal finance lessons, guides, courses there as well. That's purely relating to personal finance. Those purely lessons, and you can also check out the YouTube channel for that as well. Feel free to watch more episodes right here. You could also DM us on Instagram at Fortium Box for any sort of interesting money articles that you want to kind of like listen to, or like basically any sort of topics that you might want to listen to more about, or different sectors just dealing with money, right? In that realm, by going to Fortium Box on Instagram. We'll see you in future episodes.